Welcome to Out of Bounds. I'm Addie Thomas. I'm David Adams. As always, check out our website, talkoutofbounds.com. There's a ton of ways for you to interact with us. We'd always love to hear from you. That being said, let's get right into quick hits. Of course, Cowboys fans are disappointed in the controversial no-catch call that turned against Des Bryant. One fan from Colorado who happens to be in prison filed an $88 billion lawsuit against the NFL, Commissioner Goodell, Vice President of Officiating Dean Blandino, and official Gene Steratore. The fan notes the theft of a Super Bowl and the emotional toll on the team, cheerleaders, and fans. I'm amazed that you made it through saying that and didn't crack up laughing. I mean, how can you take that seriously, even for one bit? (laughs) Even in the messed up American legal system, how is anybody taking it seriously when some guy who's in jail in Colorado is like, hey, hey, they're Cowboys. They they was a playoff team or a Super Bowl team. You know, I slipped on my way out to my car today. Maybe I should just sue the state of Maryland for the weather. The Ravens plan to release former second-round pick defensive tackle Terrence Cody, even though his contract was already about to expire. There's news that Cody is involved with animal cruelty, probably involving dogs. How paranoid does Baltimore have to be about its roster after all the Ray Rice nonsense? I mean, they really have to play it careful. Good move by Baltimore. There are a few things certain in life. Death, taxes, and Josh Gordon failing yet another drug (laughs) test. This time he tested positive for alcohol. Most likely, he will be suspended for a year. Quick note here, I actually had to look this up before the show. I was wondering why a positive test for alcohol would get him in trouble. Apparently, he's on probation for alcohol because he got a DWI last July. So good job on that too, Josh Gordon. Browns fans, really want to hear from you on this. Is there any shred of a reason at all to hang on to Gordon at this point? By the way, just putting this out there, the dictionary definition of addiction is continued substance use in the face of consequences. It's important to keep in mind that Gordon has received multiple warnings, he's been suspended, he's gotten in trouble for his substance abuse a lot in the past, and he continues to use. Last week, the NFL fined Marshawn Lynch for grabbing his crotch during a touchdown celebration. Interestingly, NFL plans to make money off of the crotch grab. <laughs> On the online NFL store, the league is selling various Seahawks collages, many of them featuring pictures of Marshawn Lynch's celebratory crotch grab. You know, the Patriots image has definitely suffered after Deflategate, but the entire season has been brutal to the image of the NFL as a whole. Controversial calls by the refs every week, domestic violence, the process behind Deflategate, guys just grabbing their crotches and now you're selling these pictures for money. (laughs) How much does the league need to do this offseason to restore your confidence in the Shield? This is definitely a huge topic for us to focus on in the offseason. Absolutely. And and you got to wonder, who thought it was a good idea to use that picture? Like, you've got to have plenty of great pictures of Lynch, like, actually running over a guy. But I or bet Skittles! Some, but I bet somebody, like, paid double for this picture. <laughs> With all the rumors, news, and debates swirling around Deflategate, the NFL is planning to look at the process of how game balls are handled during a game. Just right off the bat, there's two things that I think they should change in the process. I think the ball boys for each team should not be team employees. I really think they should be league employees. And also, why doesn't the NFL just provide footballs for each contest? Why are they depending on the teams? I mean, we're talking about a billion dollar organization. Like, you <laughs> can, can afford, afford footballs. the footballs. <laughs> 
Lots of people have taken swings at the Patriots for the Deflategate allegations so far. In fact, you can check out a ton of them on our website. You've got everything from SNL. You've got a weird Richard Sherman and Talking Llama commercial. You have the Milwaukee Bucks having vines making fun of it. Goodyear posted a a picture of uh, offering free uh, air pressure checks to Pats fans. Everybody has been getting in on this. Even the Colts mascot at the Pro Bowl actually beat the Patriots mascot with an inflatable chair. That's... (laughs) That's how far this has gone. All of that, we're not going to go into depth about all of that. You can check out all of those on our website at talkoutofbounds.com. But among them, one of the most notable, the one of the ones I thought was the most interesting was the New York Post. Uh, Recently, they featured a cover on Deflategate where supermodel Giselle Bündchen asks her husband, Tom Brady, Tommy, why did your balls go soft? I have a great suggestion for everybody out there. If you are ever bored at work again in your life, and if you're like me, that's going to happen a lot, just Google Deflategate and check out the images. I like to think that I'm a connoisseur of dirty jokes, and even I am overwhelmed by how many ball jokes are out there at this point. So everyone from Donovan McNabb to your alcoholic third cousin Bob has voiced their opinion on Deflategate. Now Bill Nye the Science Guy is adding his two cents. He debunked Belichick's theories as to why the balls could have deflated to illegal levels accidentally. Yes, I'm a Patriots fan, and even I didn't totally buy what he said, but I will say this, and this is interesting. As soon as Belichick finished that press conference on Saturday, Deflategate stopped trending immediately. And that was the first time in literally six days that it stopped trending. Former Colts coach and current NBC analyst Tony Dungy thinks the NFL should address the way the Patriots handle player substitutions and declare eligible receivers. I'd be really interested to know what you think about this. Should the rule actually be changed? I don't really think I can remember another team aside from the Patriots really running their offense with these really quick substitutions. Is it really worthwhile to change the rule for one team? Maybe, maybe not. I can kind of see both sides. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I think the issue is, is it an unfair competitive advantage uh and i don't think so because i think it takes just as it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of communication to even coordinate those kind of changes while it is difficult for a defense it is actually difficult for an offense as well in the hurry up so to be honest it's a in my opinion it's an achievement and i i'm a person who is usually on the side of giving defenses more advantages since they've taken away so much from defenses over the years but i think this is fair i think this is just part of the chess matchup that is football it's a fair point and and i'm glad that you really recognized how difficult it is for an offense to actually run that system. It's not easy. Comic nerds love to talk up how different superheroes would do in matchups against each other, like Batman versus Superman, Captain America versus Iron Man, and many, many more. This Super Bowl, they'll get a chance to see Star-Lord versus Captain America, except this time it's a Super Bowl bet for charity. Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Recreation star Chris Pratt's Star-Lord is back in the Seattle Seahawks, and Captain America's Chris Evans is back in the New England Patriots. Just saying, the Patriots literally have the word patriot as their team name and they're being supported by america just saying go well, patriot you know what's funny is you didn't actually like the new captain america movie well i'm totally over totally i'm totally now. past that i'm totally past that i can forget all about that but i you know i love chris pratt and i love guardians of the galaxy and i mean i already dislike the patriots so i'm cheering for my guardians yeah of the galaxy. we already knew yeah. we already knew that i, I just want to remind you Gar- star lord is cooler that's all he's got better music at it the is that is now that i do really agree with (laughs) there have been rumors that peyton manning has been considering retirement at the moment it looks like he may return to the broncos for another season pending the results of a physical exam 
All right, let's say that Peyton Manning is 75%. 75% of what he used to be. Is he the best option for the Broncos being 75%? I would still say yes, because I think 75% of Peyton Manning is better than like 29 starting quarterbacks. (laughs) Well, okay, yeah, 75% of Peyton Manning is better than a vast majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, Mark Sanchez um, and uh, Geno Smith. Derek Carr. Okay, (laughs) You know what? I'm I'm not going to hate on Derek Carr just yet we'll see we'll i'm not see what hating he on it but i'm not gonna compare him to peyton manning either <laughs> i'm just saying there may be more hope for him i think the broncos would be smarter to build for the future rather absolutely. than because right now they're it's like they're taking out like a second or third mortgage on this team it's gonna like all of a sudden this team is gonna go from like amazing contender and drop off to like the jets raiders <laughs> yeah exactly all of a sudden it's gonna rock osweiler comes in to replace <laughs> Peyton Manning. Exactly. I, I know that they're putting everything they have on trying to get that Super Bowl, but uh, it's not a smart way to build a contender. This this feels like the way the Redskins have built for years. Man, you know it's been the postseason for a while when we haven't talked about the Redskins in several <laughs> weeks. Aaron Rodgers and his girlfriend, actress Olivia Munn, have been adored and criticized all year long. They've been kind of having a bit of a seesaw in the press all year long. But apparently she had no idea that he's a famous NFL player when they first met. Tom Wigglesworth, you missed your chance, man. This is the guy who who looks exactly like Aaron Rodgers. Dude, you had a chance with Olivia Munn. She wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> well, you know what I don't get? is Did she never see a State Farm ad before? Well, maybe she just doesn't watch TV. She's on TV. She's like, she hosts TV shows on like G4. Dude, I don't know. The world that she lives in didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was. I just can't even imagine being a part of that. Like, that's just so foreign to me. I don't even know. Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. is a freak of nature. At the Pro Bowl, during warm-ups, he kicked a 46-yard field goal and made several one-handed catches, not to mention some great grabs in the Pro Bowl game itself. I'm picking the Giants again as my off-season favorites. Yes, again, to win the NFC. East. I think they're going to be so much better in the second year of this offense. I think Beckham is only going to get better. And also, let's not forget, this is an organization that responds to potentially getting fired by going out and winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) So J.J. Watt was probably developed in the same lab that created Odell Beckham Jr. Watt kicked a field goal in practice and made an Odell Beckham-like one-handed catch on the sideline during warm-ups. This guy should be MVP. Hands down, all jokes aside, this guy is the MVP. He's literally made a difference in all three phases. He is the absolute difference maker on that Houston Texan team. That Texan team was probably a five-win team, and he elevated them to a level that, 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 frankly, their roster didn't deserve to be. If you really take the definition of MVP, he fits into it. I know Aaron Rodgers has had a sensational season. Watts the MVP, though. If I had a chance to work at the Super Bowl, I'd let everyone know it. Unfortunately, Russ Knight was going to work the Super Bowl, but then had his Super Bowl credentials taken away when he posted a picture of him with his credentials on Facebook. The NFL does not allow pictures of those credentials to be taken for security concerns. I'm hoping that he was just going to cheer for the Seahawks. I'm hoping they just got rid of another Seahawks fan. But man, that's crazy. Have you ever heard of this happening before? No. I feel like Facebook has been around for a while. Seems like somebody must have done this at some point. Probably. We just probably didn't hear about it. But apparently it's right on the back of the uh, the badge for working (laughs) that you're not allowed to take pictures of it. 
It's especially stupid that he's actually an employee who screwed up. Well, today, Brandon seems more important than it ever has before, and that's why the Seahawks are trying to trademark the number 12 in several related phrases because of their celebrated 12th man. It's amazing how many bandwagon Seahawks fans there are. Granted, we're out on the East Coast. There's not a lot of people who were born Seahawks fans here, but I've literally never seen anyone wearing a Seahawks jersey that was anything but a brand new Nike Seahawks jersey. Like, I never see old school fans wearing a Jordan Babineau jersey or or whatever. (laughs) Right. Now, my concern, does this mean if someone has, like, like a kid during, like, a math quiz or something, like, if he writes down the number 12, is he obligated to pay the Seattle Seahawks? Like, absolutely, he's obligated to pay the Seahawks, and he must also start taking PEDs (laughs) just because of his association with 12. Well, you can check out more Deflategate jokes. You can check out Julian Edelman's amazing Growing Up Pats video. You can see Brady's incredible Friday Night Lights-like video to hype up the Super Bowl. It is an incredible video. I loved watching that. There's all sorts of weird commercials, great Vine videos. You can see Icky Wood's brand new Geico commercial. You can see Kim Peel's Super Bowl preview video. All sorts of stuff. It's all on our website. All exclusive. We can check it out with all the other stories we've talked about here on Quick Hits. It's at talkoutofbounds.com. And while you're on our website, don't forget to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. It'll make it really easy to keep up with the show, and it'll help us bring you some better content down the road. Make sure to keep an eye out next week for our final show of the 2014 football season. It is our last show before we take a one-month break. We're going to relax a little bit, uh, come up with some really cool plans for what we're doing this offseason and next season, stuff that you're going to get a chance to be a part of with us. So excited to talk to you guys about that. Right now, enjoy the Super Bowl this week. Enjoy some of the hype. Make sure to check out more quick hits on our website, talkoutofbounds.com. And just remember that somehow, somewhere, some way, it's crawfish time. Yeah.